What's up, beautiful people? Thanks for tuning in. I'm Sharita, and this is Spaz. <laughs> What's good, you guys? Welcome to Spaz. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. I appreciate anybody that still continues to listen. I'm very, very grateful for you like Ari so we're gonna have kids and everything in the background right now I am coming to you guys from my girls let's rewind I'm coming to you guys from my girls backyard patio her baby gonna be in the background cutting up and whatnot but this is gonna be about her being a single mom and just girl talk and everything else but while I'm hyping her up and whatnot let them know who you are friend hey hey my name is Esther um, welcome Esther to the thank show. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'm a little bit nervous. Burp, burp, but... <laughs> I'm all about the candid moments and the honesty, and y'all might like it or love it or hate it, but I'm here. So. And it don't even matter. It don't. And you're gonna be here. Uh, amen. <laughs> and gonna, I'm gonna still be here. Whether right. you gonna listen to me or not, but like, I'm gonna be here. Yes. So, you know, what's up, Esther? Let's, what's, who's Esther? A little bit about yourself, Esther. A little bit about me. Um, How long have we known each other? So, probably like 2005 is when I met Mary. So, that's probably 2005 True. is when I met you. True. Yeah. True. Well, what what year was years? that one, Reese? Yeah. But we met you no, before, before that. When Reese was loaded. <laughs> that, was, that was our first time getting drunk. I'm not even friends with her anymore, and it's too bad. But shout out Thomasina for that. That was when Thomasina got the bottle. That was always a big sis, man. That's too bad. Thomasina, you know what I'm saying? Get your mind around the holler at me if you ever hear this. But on everything I love, Thomasina got that bottle, and Darisha's auntie, she thought, passed away. Right. And that motherfucker was out there. Bitch, we was all drunk. But bitch was out there drunk with a jar trying to collect money for her auntie. That's when I we Wait, met you. Wait, but was Thomasina the mutual friend? Is that why yes. I met y'all? Yes. Thomas, you knew Thomasina. And Thomas, it was Christina was with us. And yes. you were Christina? Yes. I think that's worth talking about Christina. She was in the car with us, handing us the bottle. And Darisha was going through it. She, she was, was like, through it. my auntie just passed. What you want? Why hitting cars and shit? I'm like, whoa. Like, I feel it. But I don't know you, but I mean, you know, I feel it because I'll be the same way. But her auntie didn't even pass. Her auntie didn't even pass. <laughs> Come to find out. But we out there taking back. It was smearing off. Oh my God. So yeah, that was a minute ago. That was before 2005. Yeah. So it had to be like. We, we was out of age. Yeah. At that like party drink. Because, you know, shout out to the homie, rest in peace, B. Yeah. Because that was a common factor back then. Mr. Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Brian. Yeah. Oh, I love oh, I love him. That's hella funny though. Yeah. Small world, man. Yeah. Small world. I wanted to bring Esther on the podcast because you know, Esther is very, very friend. You're very special to me. I always tell you that. Mm-hmm. But you are very special to me. Um, I've definitely we've had our highs and lows. Yes. Um, that's when you know I, that is a way. Do you believe in that when they say that you ain't real friends unless you have a fallout and get back? Oh, I definitely believe that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so like I feel like when that happens, when you come back, it's even more real. Like, oh bitch, I can fuck with you. Like, yeah. Especially if it's on an honest. This is out of control. <laughs> this, you know what, y'all? Like, 
I'm so sorry, y'all, but, I, it's, a, but it's a beautiful night. <laughs> I ain't moving. Nobody was going to be like that. God damn. Is we on a busy ass street. <laughs> <laughs> we in the hood on a busy ass street. She thought it was, it was a joke. Whatever. Push through. Yeah. No, but I do feel like it's definitely real. If you have a friendship, whether weak, strong, in between, you have a fallen out. It doesn't even matter the the time frame of when you come back. If you come back and it's an understanding and apologies, or it don't even have to be apologies sometimes. You True. know what I mean? Just an understanding True. of this is what happened. You either respect, check it or respect it. Do you need an apology? Um, it depends how, how you I need feel. accountability. I need a conversation. Even a conversation. if it's even if it's goofy, yeah, and it was goofy. But that's the understanding, though. It was an understanding. There was no, um, it wasn't an apology from either one of our parts. If you think about it, It the falling out was stupid as fuck, but it was was, real as fuck. It was was stupid, but real as fuck. I don't give a fuck. I stand by, I said what I said, bitch, and you said what you said. (laughs) This bitch was pregnant, y'all. Pregnant pregnant. with her second baby. Still, like, I don't give a fuck. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. But yeah, I mean, it love moments and it happens. And I appreciate that. So yes, Esther's <laughs> very near and dear to me. And I wanted to her to come on because Esther's a strong woman. Um, she's a really, really good friend of mine. And we we have so many real ass conversations. So I was like, one of these got to go on the pod. Like people need to, I, I felt the need to share a real ass girl talk moment with somebody I knew that was not, you know, that was going to be on the mic and I was going to keep on it and bear heart and soul. Yeah. And we're going to just leave it on the mic. Right. You feel me? Because this is fast. Yeah. Be very honest. Yeah. So what's up, friend? You have how many children? I have two daughters. I have an eight-year-old and a soon-to-be four-year-old. They're very um, strong-minded individuals. Um, Both of them are different. But they come for me, so they the same. Um, I have Yaya and Riri. Shout out to my nieces. <laughs> my babies, my babies. And, you know, um, how how's motherhood? Motherhood is beautiful. Um, some people, you know, I didn't, I didn't. I'm just being very honest. I didn't go into life feeling like, oh, I definitely want to have kids. But once I had one, I knew that I wanted five. Immediately? Yeah. If life was perfect, I would still have five. You know what I mean? But there's been some trials and ups and downs and things like that. I, You know, I told you before, I think I'm done having kids and that's okay. It is okay. It's always stepkids that can be involved and, you know, God has a plan for me. But we don't talk about that, <laughs> you know. Um, but I feel like motherhood is great. I wouldn't want anybody who wants children, who who definitively wants children, to go through life without having kids because it's a different love, a different bond, a different meaning of life. I can't so speak for everybody, me. but that's just for me, you know? No, I respect it. I mean, I think that was as beautiful and as, as authentic as it can be. I mean, what is there? what's the highs and lows of being a single mother? Well, 
pause two, on of two, you know being a single mother let's pause on that when i say it's a beautiful thing have a motherhood i don't mean to sound like perfect because bitch you already know like <laughs> <laughs> shit ain't perfect at all i'm not the perfect person they always say, quote unquote, there's not a guy book, you know, it takes a village. There's not. And but that is the realest shit. Like yeah, that's the realest not. shit ever, you it's know. Not. Um were you confident in knowing that after your first child that it hit you when Riri came to you? It was like, okay, listen. Like, did you ever go through that phase when you were a first time mom or you were just on some like I mean, because at the end of the day, you know, you know, I learned every single mistake and every joy that you guys have, I just sit back and watch because I'm old enough to pay attention and yeah. and take the goods and the bads. And I'm really grateful for that. Because y'all reaching out, y'all a whole different type of a woman than I am. I do feel like you do pay attention, Sharita. Oh, absolutely pay and, attention. And you paid attention at my baby shower with Yah, which is my eight-year-old yeah. daughter's. And what I say at that baby shower, like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, good. I just hope that I do yeah. well. I ask questions. Because <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm scared. Because that's a, that's a whole nother transition right there. Like, that is a beautiful thing. But because your baby don't come with a manual. Yeah. I just, we just had that conversation off mic. Look at Riri. We just had that conversation <laughs> off mic. And I told you, you know, for for those who don't know, you know, my ex-best friend had a um, baby, my goddaughter, when she was 15 years old. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I used to tell Mo that that all the time. Like, there's no instructions, directions, or anything like that. Um, You're going to do what you do. But I do feel like you got to own it at all times. Yeah. You definitely got to own it. I don't feel like mothers own it. I feel like they have shames and doubts, and they feel like they're alone. And I never want to feel like that. (sighs) I don't know if... Are they going to be judged and... I, I definitely always feel like that. I feel yeah. like there is going to be certain shame or guilt or I'm going to be judged and, and stuff like that. But I do Why? feel like uh, it's so much pressure to be, not even we ain't even talking about a single mom right now. Yeah, We're just motherhood. About motherhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just feel like think about all the outside sources that are, are penetrating our lives. We have social media. You know what I mean? We have everybody who these lives who we think we want, who are telling us what motherhood should be. We have these books we can read. We have these webinars we can watch. We have all this, all these things, all these, we have our partners. Yeah. You know what I mean? And everybody has different personalities, different morals, different values, different shit like that. But it all comes down to who you are and how you want to raise your children and stuff like that. But it is a lot of pressure. It's a lot of guilt. Did I do this right? Should I have said this to my kids? Should I have done it differently? Should I? And it, I, me, I don't know about everybody else. I feel like it's going to be a constant. It, and it doesn't even matter how confident we are within ourselves. Motherhood is a whole different beast. Yeah. I don't know. You know, it's funny when you just said something that, you know, it depends on who you are. And see, um, would you agree when you don't feel like, I don't feel like a lot of mothers know who they are. Mm. Um, I feel like a lot of moms, you look for me, I'm just on the outside looking in just how I've always felt. And I still, I stand by that to this day. Um, you become a whole nother person when you become a mother Definitely. and you, you know, you immediately, I feel like you, I feel like a woman becomes a whole nother person the minute that you understand that you're going to keep your child. Yeah. Cause at this point you go into motherhood and you're protecting your belly, you're guarding yourself, you're doing certain things differently, 
you're not partaking in the drinking and the smoking. You immediately are changing things. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're a mama now. You know, whether you're a baby here or not, you understand that you are a mother, right? right? So you put yourself second to your child. That's a natural thing. And I think that women in general do that when you become a wife or mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. You just put yourself second. And um, traditionally, that's just how it goes. But then the reality of it is, I just think it's all like hats and you play a different role. And I think you need to sit down sometimes and figure out who are you again, right? Because you're not that independently. teenager independently, yeah. Yourself, right? When without being mommy, without being wifey, without being stepmom, whatever the fuck is going to be like, who are you without these hats? When you are in a dark room sitting there by yourself and you really got to see what your thoughts is, dead ass quiet, right? You ain't even hearing no water drip. Who are you? You know, I'm glad that you said that. Just because, I mean, we've had conversations where. I know that I'm a great mom. I know, that's right. At times, I might not be. But for the most part, I feel like I'm a good mom. I, I do what's best for my children. But who is Esther? And that's a big-ass question. You know what I mean? Individually, who am I without children? Because us with kids, we can all be, I'm a mom. I feel mm -hmm. like that's our go-to. And that's yep. okay. It that is okay. Is okay. That's, that's the beauty of it. You know what I mean? That is that's okay. That's the beauty of it. Solid moms are always instantly like, I'm a mom, what do you mean? Yeah. And I love it. But you know, somebody got her at me and so was selfless. like, but I mean, like, what do you like to do? And I got stuck. And I was a real, that was a real question. That was a real question. Yeah. And I didn't even have a real mm -hmm. answer. Because I'm a mom. <laughs> yeah. And I felt offended first. See, why? Because I feel like <laughs> a mom ain't good enough. Like a mom, being a mom isn't enough. Like it's so many pressures. Mm -hmm. It's so much stuff that comes with being a mom. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. We're bringing a whole life into this world. We're we're the one cultivating the these little minds. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But I had to respect the question. <laughs> Who am I? What do you enjoy doing? What are your hobbies? I couldn't even answer what my hobbies were, bitch. Mm -hmm. What are my hobbies? And so literally, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm getting back to reading. Yeah. I know that I want to be more outdoors right now. It's a little bit difficult with the cold COVID-19. Yeah. You know, it's that's a whole different beast. But like, I know that I want to get back into crafting and arts and, you know, spoken word and mm -hmm. things that I want to venture out on. And it's difficult. Yeah. It's difficult. So but that's just going to make it that much more beautiful. Yeah. So knowing yourself as a mom and then individually, mm -hmm. is de it definitely has to be beautiful. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important. It's very important. Yeah. And um, I think too many women and moms are losing themselves in that. And that's not okay. It's not. It's not okay, but that's okay. And he's just owning the and timing is everything. You know what I mean? And you're gonna be your own worst critic when it comes down to that, no yeah. matter what. I always personally brag on you, Esther, when it comes, I always tell you this. I told you I was gonna tell you this on the mic, and I definitely wanted to make sure that went on record. I always brag on you being a single mom because I feel like whenever I hear single mom, no shade to the single moms out there that get assistance. Um, you know, either it's 50-50 um, custody or whatever. Y'all got a union. Baby daddy got an arrangement. He paying child support. Whatever the case may be, there ain't no shade to that. Do what you got to do to raise your child. That's it. That's all. But I've always kept in mind, because I've always believed that as a woman, when you have your child, you have your baby for yourself. Yeah. You make sure that you're prepared to raise your baby alone. Right. Having a man there and a father is a bonus. And I don't give a damn if you're married. Because there's a uh, married man I hear that don't see about the children. Yeah. So that goes across the board. And I've always believed that if I ever have a daughter, I will teach her that. You know, that it's a blessing to have a family. It is. So you wouldn't you wouldn't teach your son that? Yeah, him too. Okay. 
<laughs> you too. But I expect you to be a hands-on dad. Yeah. And to be there. You know what I'm saying? Um, because I'm, I feel like a mom should be. But nowadays, moms ain't there either. Yeah. So it might that be another wild. conversation. Very wild. Right. So that's a whole other conversation. I'm about to come up with him. Right. But with a woman, I've always just believed that you have your baby for yourself because you can't walk away. Most moms, good moms don't walk away, should right. I say. And that is shade. And I'm not taking it back. Again, good moms don't walk away. There's a lot of moms walking away, and that's not okay. Because it's not okay if a daddy walks away. So why can't we call out the woman when they fuck shit either, when they out here doing it? But none the least to say, I've always bragged on you because you're 100% single mom. Ain't never filed the paperwork of no support. None of that. And that's something I don't want to, you know, run the mic so I'm going to get too raw. But we can get raw, raw. But I never did no, nothing that was malicious. Not saying that people do things maliciously from your child support time and all that kind of stuff. But it was never like that. I've always honored that. I don't know why it makes me feel. You You ever notice when you say that shit, like, I always brag on you. And I really don't say too much. I just take it in and keep it moving. I don't know why it makes me. I don't know how it makes me feel. Because the way that I move is just the way. That it is. That I move. Like, I don't... First, before children, it's always been... You know, my first job was when I was 15. Mm -hmm. You know, my mother was a working mother. Like, she was... If y'all from Stockton, you know, y'all know Central Mart. And she was Mm -hmm. a store manager. You know, my grandpa helped put together Central Marts here in Stockton. My mom was a store manager out there on Waterloo. I was raised on Waterloo Road on the east side as far as, like, going to work with her in the summer, all that. And so, like, I was raised not only knowing that my mom was going to work, but actually being able to see her in the job, working hard, physically working hard, too. And Mm -hmm. that's where my family comes from. And so, like, having a job, legit or not legit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just felt like I'm always gonna have it. It really doesn't matter. I've never been fed with a silver spoon, nor have I had my hands held out. Like, what is what can somebody give me? Stuff like that. So when I had my first daughter, and it didn't pan out as far as her father being involved and things like that, I'm not gonna beg nobody. Mm-hmm. Not for the bag, nobody. I just feel like you already know, just like I already know what I should be doing. And I'm an adult. You know, I'm grown. <laughs> exactly. Do you hear the do you hear the the emphasis adult? Mm-hmm. Adult. You know what I mean? Um I just you know, you fit to be there or not, you're not. I'm Having not gonna, I don't I don't need anybody's money. <laughs> Period. And you're laughing because you know I'm serious. No, you are. That's how I've always the been. Is looking. Yeah, I'm looking dead in your eyes right now. <laughs> I don't need anybody's money. Period. I don't need anybody's money because if I don't have it, I'm going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I don't feel like everybody, this isn't everybody's situation, nor would I ever get down on another woman for, you know, collecting child support and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, but some women, just like some men are bitter, mm-hmm. do things out of feelings and emotional and, and doing things to get back at the person. Do I agree with my oldest daughter's father not being around? No, I don't agree with it, but I'm not bitter. I don't give a fuck. Do yeah. what you do. One <laughs> thing that brought me comfort was I feel like that's something that's going to be on your plate when you talk to God. Yep. That's not going to be on my plate. You know? Um, yeah. 
<laughs> I respect that. I respect that. How's dating? Dating being is, a single mom. Dating is hard. Or being with a mother of the <sighs> children. I'm trying to. That shit is hard as fuck. Like you think that your life is going well and you're ready to date and stuff like that until it really happens where like you know, you have your set schedules. You have okay, we gonna wake up this time, this is when I cook, this is when I feed my kids, this is when I take them to school, this is when I you have your set schedule. If if you're a mom, you already know. And so like dating? I used to think that I didn't want to date nobody who had kids. But now I just feel like if you don't have kids, it just ain't even fit to work because you don't even get it. But so now is it a preference for them to have kids? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. I haven't heard that before. Yeah. I didn't always feel like that. I haven't heard that before at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's dope. Because somebody who doesn't have kids, they might not even understand. Like them, them little babies in the house come first. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> that is what it is. Yeah. But it's hard. Um, even if people have kids, your parenting, and this is what I'm just learning. You already know we've had conversations. Parenting styles are not the same. <laughs> are not the same. First of all, I'm a woman and that's a man raising children. So off top, we finna parent differently. You know what I mean? But then it comes down to morals and values and beliefs and upbringing and shit like that it's just a whole lot of different factors that go into raising children it's not all the same it's hard see that's a big deal for me especially not having kids i'm I'm instantly looking at you like how do you how are you raising your kid and can i play with you like that can I, can I take that type of risk with you? Me and you were like co-parenting because it's a whole nother beast and I'm not the one. I'm really not the one. I can't see myself being the one to play with you over my child. I'm not doing that. But I mean, we've talked about this. That's like, I feel like that's where quote-unquote deal breakers yeah. versus preferences come into play. You know what I mean? Like if you're seeing something when it comes to you don't like how a person parents their children you got to take that into consideration as far as like a deal breaker. Like would you accept that for him parenting your own child who came out of your womb, who came out of your vagina? (laughs) Yeah. Your vagina. (laughs) Your honey pot, your pussy, whatever the case may be. Yeah. That came out of that. Yeah. That thing there. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's hard though. Especially this day and age. I was just gonna say it's already it's already hard dating. Yeah. Right now. Right. Right. A lot of me is really content of not dating. Like I don't I don't I'm hella content with that. I feel like I'm content too. Right I don't want to be. Yeah. I don't know if this is a right now phase or whatever. <laughs> but on some real like I and I really have to. I don't really focus. We ain't got time to focus on that right now. But the reality of it is, I be really thinking like, is that something I need to pray against? Because I'm everything I'm hella content being solo. I just don't like the dating is work, and it, and I feel like no, I don't give a fuck what nobody says about that. I don't think that you should have to feel obligated to put so much work in to be happy. I think it should come very natural. It should just be a natural thing. You shouldn't over overthink things. You guys just bond 
You just are happy. You <laughs> want to be around each other. Nothing is annoying. Every, everything is uh, flowing. With that. Shit's going to get annoying. <laughs> Shit's going to get annoying down the line, but not on that level. It ain't going to be like yeah. that. I I guess I can't describe the amount of annoyance that I can have with a person. Like, just... Yeah. All the uh, shit. Right. Fuck. Right here. Right. Keep on doing this. Shit here. You know, you want to talk to me like that. You know, you're just irritated. You just... Right. And I don't know why, but I be feeling that way. Like, I'm just... Uh, especially if I can't... There's certain things in my mind that ain't going right that I'm already kind of low-key irritated with you about. But how long do we wait? And this is a real last question, because... You know, I'm just getting out of my situation. How long do you wait to be like, yeah, no? Versus mm, maybe this, you know, I don't know. Like, what do you just be I'm like, yeah, no? We ain't falling for potential. We ain't falling for potential. I've been saying that since 2019. We ain't falling for potential 2019. That was my shit. And I still believe in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not falling. For the potential, because I think but I do. A lot you know, my last relationship, it was a whole little situation a lot of women where do. it was like, well, you know, and and you were one of my main sources to come to, like, bitch, like, oh no, and you'd be like, well, try to talk to do. him, or do you want to talk to him? Do you want this do to you, work? Do you, and that shit went on for a whole last year. That's and that's okay if it takes that long. You know what I mean? It, it's never gonna be like a perfect timing for how long it takes for you to do not a damn thing, but. The reality of it is we ain't falling for potential because I feel like a lot of women, we have, we have an ability of getting caught up in potential. I got yeah. caught up in being falling in love with potential for right. five years of my life. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Just having that hope because you see it in them. Right. You see it in them. For you to have potential, I mean, I have a hope that you see some kind of a good deed in yeah. them that you believe in. Like, damn, like it really could work though if he just gets over X, Y, and Z, like it right. can work, but it's like, okay, my nigga, how long is it gonna take for this man to get over X, Y, and Z? And at the same, and for me personally, how I look at it is, man expect women to be on so many on this and on that, on this, yes. on that. Y'all be running your mouth to one now, but y'all can't even, y'all not even on a right. quarter of where you need to be. I agree. You know what I'm talking about, but you expect so much over here, right? But you're not really, you know, and that's a problem. That's a major problem. So no, and we don't, we don't. Men ain't even, we're not even, we have to have potential. There ain't no like, oh, she got, you know, that's very rare that she got potential. But there's something about men. Men don't don't bend the rules as much as women do. I don't feel, personally. You know what I'm saying? A man would have to definitely correct me on that and let me know, you know, where they bend the rules at. Men are very, very picky. There's so many things that women cannot do and cannot be with the man. Like, that's just what it is. You know what's fucked up? Is that I feel like you and I are talking, right? Mm-hmm. But it's and I don't I don't really feel like we be on hella fuck shit. No, you know I what feel I mean? like we be on some real shit. But if like, I'm gonna like, vouch for a man and I'm not a man, but think about all the little fuck shit that dudes be doing and like all the little weird ass oh weird shit. <laughs> it's probably it's probably the same amount of bitches who be fucking with their heads with the same fuck shit with them. Fuck bitches you do exist I mean? too. Yeah, they definitely do. And they making it hard. <gasps> For us, bitch. That's how I feel. Like, y'all making it really, I really feel that way. Like, I, it makes me upset. Sometimes I hold women a little bit more accountable than the yeah. man. No, definitely. And I shouldn't. No, I Because feel like men I gotta too. be held accountable, but I do. I have a tendency of holding women way more accountable than men because women like, what's up? Like, you already know what's up. And if you was acquiring this man to act a certain type of a way, 
there's a lot of things that could be avoided in the near future. You know what I'm saying? And it actually really goes back to the mothering of the mothering of the man. And I really have been looking at that lately. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I've already expressed to you, like, you know, my nephews, I'm like, damn, because I overly, I can't see. It's so weird having boys, you know, because as long as Mary had boys, the I instantly started looking at Kyle. He started getting bigger. Like, damn, mm -hmm. that's going to be grown man, woman, grown woman out here looking at my nephew right. and he's going to be tall. Right. He's going to attract the, an older a mature woman's type of an eye. You know what I mean? These are very attractive little boys. I don't know how I feel about this. You know, I feel away. I don't want to hear no woman from my Kai. I don't want to hear. I said something, Mary, like, I don't think I ever want to hear a woman say that. Like, I shoot Kai on. Like, I don't want to hear it. Like, I, I, it's it's a certain guard that comes up in a woman. So I started looking back in life, like, damn, I kind of understood. Yeah. I understand where that sister, that cousin, or that mom, or whoever is coming from, because that's there's a garden. Especially if it's not that many boys in your family. So I understand that. Yeah. Shout out Kion. So I don't know what we're about to say about a shout out to Kai. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we were talking about your nephews. They are very handsome young men. Yeah. Um, but shout out to Kion. Because you know little Riri. She loves her some Kion. And it's very <laughs> innocent. Like, But I've never seen that. Like my oldest daughter don't like little boys like that. But <laughs> Riri, she loves her some Kion. Like loves her some Kion, so shout out to him. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> that was so dope. But yeah, I mean, it's just a different defense mechanism that we have with our man. You know what I mean? And I feel like that comes in, in, in culturally as well. I feel like we, we uh, feel the need to protect little brown boys. Um, it's very important, especially yeah. right now. And I think that we take it to another level to where I mean, that was from jump. So when they get older and they start feeling very entitled. Yeah. Very entitled. And then there's women out there that don't really know they worth. And then they feed into that, that fuck shit. And then we have fuck boys being right. produced. And then we have to deal with them. Right. And, you know, then we're criticized and ridiculed and right. whatever. Right. Because our just, reactions on certain actions mm -hmm. from these Accountability here. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. I wait, wait, wait. Hold on. We ain't, we ain't doing that over here. Right. Well, you know, I'm, I'm my other girl. You know, I was used to doing that. I don't care. First of all, I don't know why we're talking about it. Right. I don't know why you're if telling you know me about what you got. What? I'm looking at you like you need to go to the bitch right. because I don't understand why we're talking about that over right. here. <laughs> like that is right up. <laughs> if that was the case, you would have still been over there. Yeah. So I don't. Why? Why are we bringing that up? Like I don't know. I don't give a fuck what the other bitch actually to do. You know what I mean, first of all, that that was the issue right there. Look how we're talking about her. She's the other bitch. I'm a woman. Yeah. So right. I want things done this way over here, yeah. or this is how we need to come together and get this done over here. There is no, you know, and then that's a hard thing to understand if you're not if that wasn't acquired out of you. You know, I don't ever want to feel any more like not secure within a relationship because everybody always says stuff like, oh, he or she is was insecure and you know, that, that was detrimental to the relationship and shit like that. And I, I get it. Like sometimes it can be detrimental to relationships, mm -hmm. but do you understand that if you're in it for the long run and I don't feel like people say that they are, but I don't feel like people are really realistically in like run. in it for the long run. Mm -hmm. But if you're in it for the long run, wouldn't you want to make your partner, make your life partner, your person feel secure in whatever baggage that they may have, depending on what it is, you know what I mean? Unless it becomes like toxic, you know what I mean? Yeah. But wouldn't you want to let them know that you're there 
it's, that's what I would think. The support. Yeah. The support would come up when you're feeling um insecure or vulnerable. Right. Um it's not always there. Sometimes I feel like it's I feel like man and woman, we both have unrealistic expectations from each other. Yeah. We just do. You know what I'm saying? Um, number one, we we all feel like um like we I don't know for some stupid ass reason we all we feel that people should be able to mind read. I I'm feel I, I really I'm hella guilty of that. Yeah. I'm hella irritated right now. This motherfucker should know what's up. You know yeah. why I'm guilty and you don't even know why. Because I have my passive ways. I didn't tell you. Exactly. Because yeah. I didn't tell you nothing. Right. I didn't tell but you But motherfucker, you should know. But <laughs> you should know. Why don't the fuck you know? That, 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 now right. I'm hella mad. I'm irritated. When right. really it's like, when you think about it, when you really pause, why are you mad? Yeah. You did not sit down and tell this man what the issue right. was and what you guys needs were not to be raised done. together. You were not raised together. Right. He does not know things your way, and he's very entitled to that. But here you go. You feel so entitled, and you so mad, and you didn't tell your man what's what the problem was. He right. walking around clueless and oblivious, guessing. And you just irritating you more, right? And you hot. <laughs> you hot. I've been there. Right. Me too. I'm probably gonna be there again. Right. One day. You know. What I, mean? right. just, I think that's just a woman. We just have that in us to where we feel like you should know. Like you should know what it is, but. That's why communication comes in. Communi- communication is very much key. That's always going to be, I feel like, the core yeah. to any type of a relationship. See, the issue is we're dealing with men nowadays to so where they don't want to communicate. Communication is boring. Yeah, Getting too deep is an issue. Mm-hmm. You know I what agree. I'm saying? Well, you got to think about all the outside sources. Again, we're so used to instant everything. I need me a, sap- a, sap- a sapiosexual man. <sighs> A sexual sexual man. Yeah. Period. They're out there. Oh, they. They're out there. Where at? I don't. Bitch, I don't know, but they out there. That's what I need. That's what I know. Because I don't have the time. Yeah. So what is the? And I'm not even asking for an answer right now, but like true intimacy. And we've had conversations about this. You know what I'm saying? But like true intimacy and really vibing with a soul versus physical and shit like that because if you ain't bitch if you ain't connecting with this up here in my brain my whole body shuts down dry bitch literally <laughs> literally <laughs> literally yeah it's a fucking drought right okay we're right. this is drought okay we we're, we're going through a goddamn disaster at this point and you know what I, i'm kind of upset that women don't talk more old. about this me too you know bitches have me going to the doctors checking out my pussy girl and i'm not gonna lie girl for real Going to the doctors like is everything normal down there because right. I'm hearing these incredible stories and I'm not partaking in this. Y'all out there just fucking and, and doing hella shit and I'm like, yeah, I can't get with it. Like, I can't get with it. I don't know. I just can't. We're going that. rounds, really. <laughs> like, you got a connection like that? No, we just that kind of a benefit. Yeah. Like, what? How do you do that? I'm like that kind of bond. <laughs> you have to have a real bond, and that's what I'm talking. See, and that's what that's when you get these men. So that's how you know women be like faking, settling, yeah. and faking. Because man, we walk around thinking that you're really doing it and it's not because I do feel bad because if I'm not feeling you mentally, I literally will shut down and I have no control, even if I want to control it. Right. Even if I want to um, surpass surpass what I'm feeling and like you find this fuck and I'm just really trying to and I just right. can't get with it. Like, I mean, let's not get me wrong. I didn't have my fun. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I didn't have my, my fun Same. and my moments in some young shit. I was on some real young shit. That's early 20s. I'm 30. Right. Why would why am I I'm not looking for that yeah. right now? Why would I do that? Right. <laughs> like it's right. 
there is no purpose. And I don't regret doing it then. You know, that was amazing. I'm glad I got it off because now I understand that that's not. Yeah. Well, you know, the last situation I was in and, and this motherfucker was like, um, you know, I'm frustrated. Well, listen here. There is no connection. There's no- I'm not feeling connected to you. You've been doing awesome fuck shit. Like, I'm not feeling secure yeah. in a relationship. I'm not going to be fucking like that. Just yep. period. And if we are fucking, yep. it's not going to be passionate how it was. It ain't shit. Yeah. And see, and that's another thing. I feel like if women really laid back, I'm like women really keeping 100 during sex, men's feelings will be real life hurt. I'm guilty of. Because I can really look and lay <laughs> and lay at you like it's not that sort of God. If, you're, if you are try, I have done, you listen. I have looked and laid no fake moan, no nothing, just stared into like just midair. <laughs> and, and and wanted you to feel that energy, wanted yeah. you to feel that vibe. Um, and depending how long it took for me to get annoyed, was I done? And when I was done, See, I was done. But that's fucked up because no, I'm not saying that's fucked up. Clearly, you don't give a fuck about my feelings because you ain't pleasing me. So you don't give a fuck. So I don't give a fuck. So okay. But I really don't give a fuck. Though. Valentine's like, Day 2020. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get it in. Woody whoop. And the <laughs> connection wasn't there. We're giving dates. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's 2020. Yeah, Valentine's Yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> right around the corner. Right, right, right the back corner. around the corner. On that sweet left. It was right, right there. there. <laughs> <laughs> but the connection wasn't there. And the mother got his feelings hurt because I rolled off after I busted and was like, and didn't care. Yeah, I didn't. I, don't care. I said, I said, oh, well, you could be out tonight. And his confidence and everything got hurt. And I was really like taken aback because I was like, damn, every time y'all bust, y'all roll off and do the same you shit. So I don't understand by me doing this one time. Yeah. Yeah. Your feelings <laughs> hurt. Yeah. But why do I care? I didn't hop back on. Good. Good for you, friend. <laughs> I stayed off, bitch. Yeah. I went to I sleep stuck, comfortably. I stuck to my guns. You feel me? <laughs> Cuddled up and everything. Put that cover on me. Laid out. Peacefully. Can I still lay on your shoulder? Nothing wrong. And I still want to cuddle. You feel me? I'm still scooting the booty back. Like, hold me. <laughs> Period. There's nothing wrong. Because they, it, they do, it's a double standard. Yeah. Man do that is. all the time. Right. All the time. And you be, I mean, I found myself up looking at the nigga. Looking at him like, Scary. oh, wow. Life. It's like it's like snoring. Like, uh, life is good. Yeah, real life slump. Sitting around here, you know. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I get it. But no, like I've had I've had all kind of fuck moments, but I have definitely had a time or two of laying, just laying. Yeah. Like, don't don't think that it's not possible, fellas and women, you know what I'm saying? Quit lying, quit being with that fuck shit. I think that's the reason why we got a lot of fuck boys walking around because we with the fuck shit too. So stop. And you notice how I say we, we're in this together, my sisters. Yeah. We are in this together. Right. Stop the fuckery. I'm guilty. <laughs> Up until recently, like real life recently. I'm tired of playing these games. Yeah. It just hit that moment, like See, but that's I'm where just... it comes into play, like like you fucking with somebody, but is y'all communication and and um, connection really there? Because whether it's just friends or whether it's for the long run, is that connection or that chemistry really there if you're not able to tell a person what pleases you or what, what you need physically no. and mentally? And no. You know what I mean? And I think that's what the miss is. Yeah, no, I absolutely don't think that that communication stuff is there if you can't do no. with all that. Right. 
And you should definitely be able to be, those are all keys of vulnerability. Right. And you should be able to do that with your partner. Right. And so if you can't do that, then I don't see a forward. I don't see a forward because you, you have to be able to do that. Especially right. when you're, if you're talking about long-term. Right. And we... <laughs> we all want to go long term. We, yeah. I know, I want to be married. Right. You know what I mean. I know you want to be married. We have mm-hmm. desires of being married, woman. You know what I'm saying. But if I can't be 100 percent myself, like and tell you my deepest fears and secrets or things about you that I don't like or things I want to try in bed or whatever the case may be, what I'm not feeling, what we need to work on, yeah. and be very transparent with you. Right. I don't see a future. I, I think that something beautiful about meeting somebody new, mm-hmm. new, new is about fresh. That person doesn't have any expectations of who true. you are. And I forget Very that true. myself. True. You know what I mean? Like I used to be afraid of that. Yeah. I I'm curious to see how the next person is, how I am with the next person. Cause it's gonna be a minute. I'm not shit. I'm not ready. No rush. I don't want to date. I don't want to be with nobody for a I minute. Feel it. But I'm curious because that will definitely be a fresh start. I could be who I am. Yep. Who I want to be. Yep. Who I, you know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. I'm bringing me to the table. Right. And I'm trying to have you bring you to the table. Right. I think we're at that age. I think we're at that age to where we just tired and we just want to be authentically ourselves. You either like it, love it, or hate it. Um, Straight up. I think that men are there too. Right. I think that a lot of our peers are, are there and I feel like men are finally getting to a, a um, slowly get into a stage, finally, slowly get into a stage, excuse me, finally, slowly get into the state, into the stage of wanting the exact same thing and they're tired of playing games. They're tired of the up and down and all that. I feel like they're there. Right. I mean, the reality of it is, bitch, we finna be out here dating men who were married and divorced. We're at that age group, you know, single dads and children and all of that, have it under control. But the, the whole reality of it is we're, we're about to be taking so much more on to where you have to be transparent and authentically yourself. And you can't be with the that. games. Yeah. Yeah. You, cause you got no choice. Cause you right. come up with some, I, I ain't got time. Right. We, we don't have the time. And you, I think we collectively need that in people. Um, all that impression shit is too much. Don't I'm not saying don't woo me. Yeah. Don't go out your way and not impress me. Definitely right. try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, that, that, that goes on with the courting. I need that. Yeah. I need to be courted. <laughs> you know what I'm that. saying? I need that. <laughs> but you know, tra- in our relationship, what we building, we I want to be 100 percent honest. I want to show everything about myself. I want to be able to communicate everything to you. Yeah. Without thinking like, oh, he's going to be tripping. Oh, my God. I think there's a lot of egos involved now because I'm quick to be like, we're quick to be like, well, I know what I bring to the table. True. But ain't nothing wrong with the man being like, well, shit, I know what I bring to the table. But it's just a battle of the egos. Like, okay, we we all know what we bring to the table. But when can either of us be like, well, I'm going to lower my little you know, take it down a notch and, and really do something special for this person or really let this person know. And that's where you was talking about like vulnerability and things like that. I think that vulnerability is um, downplay. We need to look more into that. Yeah. Dating, especially at this Unfortunately, age. Unfortunately, men don't know how to, they're uncomfortable, especially our peers. Yeah. Well, women our too. Group. I can't yeah. always say that I'm hella yeah. comfortable. Yeah, you know what I mean. True, true. And a lot of people are very guarded, and people, you know, for some sick reason. But I feel like those are like 
other issues where you so guarded where you feel like people are going to use things against you and stuff like yeah. that. I think that's something that you need to, that's a, a fear trait on your own that I'm you need to work on. Yeah. Right. Cause everybody not out to attack you right. and stuff like that. But once you get over that, just being vulnerable. And for me, I love vulnerability, girl. I'm, I'm 100% always here for somebody being vulnerable. Yeah. That's when you get to see somebody in their purest form. And I'm always right. here for that. Right. I'm always here for that. Whether I'm ready for it or not, the minute that I get to Cincinnati with you, I'm immediately um, drawn back, taken back. I'm um, settling down. I'm really taking you in. I'm right. listening. I'm giving you my all at that moment because it's important. I feel like us as women, either hearing or or viewing a man or a woman be vulnerable is, you know, an important thing. But fellas, take note when a woman who are natural nurturers, yeah, you know what I mean. That's that's just natural to us. Mm-hmm. If you're able to be vulnerable, we're we're gonna have an ear for that. We're going to take note. We're, we're definitely going to have all Very ears true. open for that. So. More women want that. Yeah, definitely. More women want that. And, um, you know, but I also feel like men right now are, are kind of going through it. I always want a man's point of view because I do feel like men are kind of low-key going through it right now with their dating lives. And so because I feel like social media is affecting them the same way it affects yeah. us. Mm-hmm. They're probably like, you know what I'm saying, girls, we, you know, they want a man that won't that's got this, right. this and that going on, or they got these un, un, un you know, unrealistic goals. Um at for me, like I need to come to the table. Men feel the pressure of I ain't doing it all if I can't pay her rent plus my rent. But that just goes back to the same shit I was just saying as far as like child support and shit like that. Like, bitch, if you don't already feel like you could handle your own, you got to be confident in who you are and and what you bring to the table and how you already hold your household You shouldn't already be looking. You shouldn't already be just, I've never found that attractive. Even being younger growing up, like I never found it attractive to go to the Cumberland and be like, who table we finna get on? I never felt like you was a boss bitch that you could sit down and you and your girls get a table and y'all do what y'all got to do. Send a shot over that way. That's what you're trying to do and have a real ladies' night. Like that shit. Like y'all, right. that is childish ass behavior, but that's really what it is. Women are out here attacking men, like, oh, he ain't paying no bills, he ain't got band stacks, this, this, and that. No, you should already have your stuff taken care of. Right. You and know you know I mean? what's, what's in his pockets? What? <laughs> Why are we in these men's pockets? <laughs> oh my god, actually, no questions. Right. I'm gonna see. There's what. The thing that women fuck up on, there's ways, baby girl, there's ways that we understand if a man got it or he don't. Right. There are silent ways yes. of texting. I mean, of texting. There's silent ways of testing if a man finna come through if he is not. These are things that should be and left unspoken that you just do. There's no need to broadcast it and put it on blast or anything like that. A grown woman already know what's up. Right. You already know if this man is going to be able to hold his own or if he is not, or he's not financially stable. Like, we already understand these things. Right. Why are we hooting and hollering about it? I don't want no loud person. I don't want all that. I don't, I'm not loud or flashy myself. I'm very conservative. Excuse me. Conservative. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm, I'm for the take notice to the motherfucker standing in the back, just two step in. Minding his business. You know what I'm saying? Biggest boss in the room. Yeah. Hello. Most times. So all that loud well, shit, I'm like, not really attracted like to that. that. Look at your belt. <laughs> and that's all you got is a belt. <laughs> like, you touched you your sweater in for what? You got your mom and your granny house or something like that. Or you in some like hood. 
Yeah. You know, whatever. Like, we, we don't. Wait, wait, wait. But ain't nothing Nobody wrong is. with stacking if you at mom's or granny's house. Ain't nothing, nothing at wrong all. with that. Nothing at all. Because that's what family is for. Nothing but, at all. Because I'm mad because I can't do it. <laughs> but if really, you just using that and, and you just ain't making no moves, if you ain't got nothing in the savings, mm-hmm. you don't have no plan, mm-hmm. you don't have no mm-hmm. ambition, no motivation to really like, oh, this is what I'm doing for six months to a year. Yep. Fuck it, two years. Yep. I can't. Yep. I can't. And you absolutely should be planning because I definitely wish I can go live somewhere and plan. Right. <laughs> right. Stack my money, you know what I'm saying? Pay your ways and don't be a burden. But definitely, yes, there is nothing wrong with that. It's just, a, it's a, it was cold out here, girl. It is cold. Cali nights. I'm so excited. I love, I love hot summer nights. It ain't quite summer, though. It's not. And I'm really excited for it if we're going to get it because our weather's been all kind of a whacked out yeah. and crazy lately. You know what I'm saying? But it's, I mean, like I said, I feel like across the board, everybody's struggling with it. Um, it's a different world. Um, it's only gonna get harder. It's only gonna get harder. It is. And I'm okay with it right now. I'm not even. I'm not bothered. I'm not concerned. I just want to do me. Yeah. Like I, I just, you know, honestly, I want to just make sure that I can level up and by any means necessary. So that way, when I acquire these things, I got my expectations for men. I do, but I want to make sure that I am um, qualified. Yeah. To have, I'm always gonna be qualified. Yeah, but I just want to be able to back up my qualifications on a different level. Yeah, yeah. No, of wanting you to come through on a certain level, and I want right. to make sure that I'm offering and that I'm prepared. The things that you're expecting, you got to bring to the table. I yourself. need to bring that to the table, yeah. and I just want to make sure that I am 100 ready. Because I mean, God, I got I got a whole bunch of things <laughs> coming to the table, good and bad. You know what I'm saying? And you can have your good and bad as well. But I just want to, I want to be very smart about it so right very now mindful. very very mindful yeah. you know what i mean it's also because i want to go into the um the next situation very very considerate and just open book yeah blank pages right like let's write a story yeah no i get that that's you a beautiful know? thing yeah. yeah 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 let's write a story you know what i'm saying let's just and let's go from here yeah and hopefully one day we can the I just think think that like focusing on yourself will um, be the greatest time for yourself. But they always say that you know things come into your your universe, your what's tangible when you're least expecting it. Very true. So. Which is why I'm not really with the whole looking yeah. so pressed. It irritates me when um a lot of women are just so pressed and so upset about taking time to themselves. Yeah. Um, I feel like this quarantine is bringing that a lot the truth out into a lot of women. Yeah. A lot of women are having having to sit in quarantine solo. Right. Um, and that's annoying and it's it's hurtful for them and stuff like that. But man, bitch, this is the best time of your lives. Right. That's just how I feel. Like yeah. this is the best. <laughs> Listen, I having my own. In like non-interrupted feelings and thoughts and emotions and stuff like that, so I can just focus on myself. And honestly, even if I had children and I was able to just do me with my babies and have my time, I'm okay with it. But it's it's really unfortunate because these are the same women that are very very lonely. Um, and my heart goes out to because I understand what it feels like to be lonely and shit too. But I feel like these are the times that we need to be focusing on self. Okay, exactly. 
yourself. So how are these I feel people? Like you're gonna be lonely in a relationship if you don't know who you are. If if you're just sitting That's at home and you don't it. have no hobbies, like, and we kind of talked about this earlier, we don't have no hobbies. We don't have no outside. We're just in the house all the time. How will you ever attract? How will you ever meet the person who maybe destined to be with you if you don't have your hobbies? So you might be out hiking. You might be at a motherfucking art club. You mm-hmm. might be out at a lounge. So she just went into the hobbies, probably like, okay, hobbies where that come from. So Esther, we were talking earlier and she was saying how somebody had to ask her, you know, actually back on the pot, I believe. It goes back mm-hmm. to that when she was saying how somebody asked her, what are your hobbies? Uncomfortable as fuck. And she was uncomfortable. <laughs> she was just like, oh, I'm a mom and knew, yeah. knew what else to say. You know what I'm saying? But really though, like, what is it that Esther likes to do? Yeah. What do you, Sharita, you, what do you want to do? What, yeah. it, what, it, that's 100. It's 100. And it, I think it's important to sit with that and be very confident in that and you teach somebody something new right? about yourself. Um, but what if you're what if you're out not even trying to date? You're not looking for ex, all that shit. He went and got him plants for huh? his house. What? He went and got him some plants. Like, <laughs> for his little house, his little apartment. He went and got him some plants and stuff like that. And it was actually really dope to see. Like, yeah. okay, like he's trying to take an interest in it and maybe right. he... He realizes that it brings me peace and calmness. He about to do it too. I wonder if he still has it and if he's still taking care of them or whatever the case may be. You know, good luck with that. I Shout out to is. you, bro. Hopefully so. It brings oxygen and life to the air. You feel bitch. me? Hopefully you, you know are. Well, I've seen them all in my little candle lady shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whether you listen or not, yeah, I've seen that shit, nigga. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. We've seen you. I've seen you. Right. If the fresh air ain't bad. Shut the fuck ain't. Shout out, out your candle lady. Shout out to her. Send my candy. <laughs> Shout out to Ruby. Because you already know what's up. I love her candles, you guys. She's a black owned business too. Check her out. Right. Send my candy. That's why it's important for us to know our own hobbies. And if it's not our comfort to, I'm saying it right. to go out <laughs> and um, you know, find what our hobbies are. Yeah. You have to make it your own interest. You have to make it yeah. your comfort zone because that's how you're gonna meet really good partners. That's how you're going to meet people to network with business-wise. That's how you might meet the love of your life. That's how I feel when I go on my little solo dates. And I can't yeah. wait to get back to that. Yeah. It's been mm-hmm. a long time. And that I literally what feel like... What are solo like, dates? Um, just shit that my, you um, just buy yourself? Yeah, no. And I go on a real date. I've been doing that. <laughs> Kai, about to be four, five, I've been doing that for the last like five years. Because Kai there was pregnant. And I really realized, like, damn, I want to go out and do some shit. And I can't go out my sister. I'm going solo. That's what yeah. encouraged me to do it. So, and I, girl, love it. I love it too. I've Change been on a couple game. things. It's no pressure. Change the whole game. Leave no when pressure. you want to leave. Do what the fuck I you want to do. do. I listen to what I want to listen right. to. And I just, and girl, I get dressed. Right. Like, dressed. Right. There's been times where I've gotten dressed and went and had, um, went and had a, a, a little, like, cocktail. Or when seen a movie, yeah, actually, yeah, okay, this is a typical day. Pre-game by myself, went by, went out, had a little cocktail, then went to the movies. After the movies, I had something to eat, then went to the movies, came back out, had an appetizer, and went dancing solo. Yeah. And you felt great. I felt amazing. Yeah. Went to the show, like, took myself, and they was like, what did you do? I was like, oh, you know, went dancing, blah, blah, blah. Right. By myself. Yeah. I mean, because I... At the end of the day, I'm, 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 if you know me well, I, I'm out on the floor. If I'm, if I'm feeling it, because I'm not a really big dancer, y'all. But if I'm feeling it and I feel like, I mean, I'm a gigger. I be gigging. I'm a Cali girl. <laughs> but I go gig solo. Yeah. I'm also on the floor bobbing by myself. I don't give a fuck. So why really do I need a friend? My I next, don't really need you. I, I get just, it. 
my next like, um solo date with myself will be like open mic night or spoken word all day in the, the town best or, or in the bay because they don't got shit out here the in best, unfortunately you know what i mean the best we need the best harlow's be having them and not smoking night words i mean smoking spoken words stuff like that but they've been like yeah. really into i can see them doing that but they've been like really small small intimate shows where sometimes people might get up there and read a couple pieces but it's in a yeah. concert style yeah but it ain't like open mic hmm. they ain't doing that you know not that i know of but I just, something like you, you know, know that's, that's a goal of mine I'm, I'm trying to get on the mic one day and it, do it i don't know i'm not do ready it yet. i am into a spoken, a spoken word vibe in a minute there was one out there it was called something wednesdays it was out in the town years ago and every wednesday used to do it at the Arrow Lounge, I believe. Not, but, if I'm, if I'm not but here goes the struggle between yeah. motherhood and trying to find yourself is like, damn, I kind of want to take my oldest daughter with me to the little shit. You know what I mean? Do I yeah. take her with me so she can experience that? Or do I just really ride solo and just do me? I mean, yeah, man, so if you're going to go out of town, then you probably have to do it solo. But if it was something local and it was like, you know, yeah. kid friendly. But see, me, I, I, I like going to the smoking word um, bars when they in there big blowing. Yeah. Big blowing, big, <laughs> big drink, big weed. We in here. It's a vibe, you know, big whiskey shots. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good old pickle bags. Yeah, I already drank my little pickle. Yeah. I hate the end of the day. I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna hold you, hold you too too long, friend. Anything else you want to share on the mic? Um you know, maybe another time. I got a whole lot of feelings. <laughs> Bitch like me, hello emotional. No shame in it. You can Ain't no it. shame in it. Yeah. I'm hella emotional. Good, bad, in between, but I'm not judgmental because I've been through my own shit. Um you know, I didn't really get to say what I wanted to say. <laughs> Fuck it. About the whole single mom shit and stuff yeah. like that. But you know, I mentioned I'm very, like, conservative. You don't really see me on recording, like, on my stories and shit on Instagram and shit like that. Just because that's just not me. Mm-hmm. Quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm kind of tired of bitches and dudes. I don't really hear too much from dudes just because I don't interact with too many dudes. But, like, I'm tired of bitches who have children with men. And the men, the fathers are there for their children. They just share custody or... Facts. Know. I know a lot of great dads. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. A lot. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, they share the finances and shit like that, but bitches run around talking about I'm a single mom type shit. Yeah. And um, Why do you think they do that? Why do you don't like know. on some real you know, shit? Like, what's perspe- the purpose of that? Look, perspective is reality. So I can't knock a bitch for, for saying... Well, I'm a single mom, you know, I do this and that because in your head, you might feel like you a real ass single mom. But for me, it's more like you still getting financial help. You still getting you. You get a part time break. They might go with pops on on the weekend or 50 percent custody, period. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why they would say that. Maybe to for people to this is I, some hush I shit. know Y'all somebody literally just picked up my little boobies and put that shit in my bones so I can hit this and get my hair towel. I need my ass whipped and I don't give a fuck. Is this too much, friend? Happy 420. Hell no. Nah. What's too much? What you sharing? Yeah. Hell no, nah, girl. Put that shit in but my But I get irritated as f- I ain't gonna lie. I get you ain't the only one mad. Fuck. 
You ain't the only one mad. You ain't the only one mad because it's stupid. I don't understand why. I'm not even a mom and it's irritating to see women, you know, because I have partners who are great dads who get bashed. Yeah. And I know they get I'm their kid. Feeling, I know they doing that. I'm not that, feeling you know none of that shit. I don't like it at all. I'm not feeling none of that shit. So, like, all that single mom or single dad shit, you still getting half help and, and shit like that. Stop complaining. That's because you're a real life single mom. Like I'm really doing this solo. But I don't want so no like I don't a, want no like you don't need a cookie. Esther. I'm I don't doing want what I'm supposed that. to do. I just yeah. want yeah. motherfuckers. These are my to, kids. I need to do what I gotta do. I'm supposed to do what I'm Why supposed to do. Why everybody don't feel like that? That's just not what it is. I'm not the one friend. <laughs> You're not the friend to ask. I ain't the friend to ask. I'm gonna play you. I'm not I'm really not the one to ask because it's I don't get it. Because I wouldn't be like that. Cause I I look at the, I look at it like that. That's just why I look at I look at you the way that I do. Oh my I don't know you, friend. But that shit is irritating as fuck. So if you get help, you really need to think about, you know, what your your status is. Status is realistically like, what no, your status complaint. is, and quit complaining about certain shit because you could always have it worse. And I'm not complaining about anything. I just mean like, shit. You knew who you was, and this is shit that. This is shit that we have to come to terms with. You knew who you was fucking with from the yep. beginning. Yep. Well, my oldest daughter, I already knew he wasn't gonna be there. Yep. I'm not finna get on your shit now. I hate that. <sighs> I hate that when women don't that they they talk so much mess and whatnot, but it's like, but you 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 knew who you let with my second with. daughter. Like we being for real. I'm talking straight. I'm looking dead at the mic right now. <laughs> yeah, I know that's why I like people. <laughs> We people, know. can you hear me? We know who we fucking with. Yeah. So it, it matters your your bottom lines. Your what do I always say? Your um. What do I always say? Your not dead ends. Decisions. Your deal breakers, bitch. Your deal breakers. Yeah. You instead of us. Yeah. Instead of us looking at deal breakers, like yeah, this is my deal breaker, I'm but you know, friend. I'm willing to, you know. Oh, I don't know the potential in him. Yep. Potential shit. All nope. that fuck shit. We ain't falling for potential in 2020 <laughs> and forward. Y'all should already been on that no potential 2019 shit. You know but you know what I'm saying? Here, here, sister out. Bam, 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 bam. No, no potential in 2020. <laughs> Why you really sound like that? Though? <laughs> <laughs> we but ain't doing we it. Know it's who a no. We are laying down with you know. and all that denial. Denial is real, and I only say that yep. from experience. And Man, if we had more experience. time, bitch, Sharita, if we had more time, mm. denial is a mental fuck. Oh, you know what? No, I have always said I have always said that a woman who is mentally fucked, mentally abused is, is literally worse than being physically abused. I've seen bitches, no, nigga. I've seen bitches who have gotten their asses like beat. You know, yeah. I mean, hey, and I'm here for domestic violence and all that kind of stuff because it's really a horrible thing to, to see. Domestic violence, if I really want to know, got me in a situation that I'm still struggling with right now. And it wasn't my fault, yeah. nigga. <laughs> Fucking nigga. <laughs> Fucked up some shit. But you know what I'm saying? That settles that. But honestly, like, domestic violence is very, very real. I have friends who have real life dealt with some real, real, really, yeah. really, really, really real ass shit. shit but it ain't, girl, it's a, but that mind fuck. Yeah. And if you mix the two. Oh, no. Oh, my God. It's a real rap. But with somebody who's literally just been mentally abused, and there's so many women that have been mentally abused, that men have just tore them down and caped them down mentally and said certain things we, to them. We I've seen bitches never get their mind right. We being all the way real. We always going to be real and okay, fast. So you know. Sure. 
as well as your sister and my closest partners Mm -hmm. know that like my mind was fucked yeah see I'm still healing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that I done went to yeah, and, and all these women and men, because the shit happens to men. Yes. I'm tired of, of us not speaking about it. Yeah. Man get abused. Yes. Yes. But we don't talk about it. Yep. Y'all don't man talk about abused. it. And I understand. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I went to therapy for over a year after I got out of shout out to therapy. Beer, 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 beer. <laughs> <laughs> Therapy though, that shit is really shout out to therapy because I feel shit. like everybody should go to therapy. It's new and weird. And I can't wait to be comfortably um, comfortable and, monthly yeah. to pay. Yeah, to go sit down <laughs> and talk to a friend, a I stranger need to be a counselor because them bitches charge. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. But I want to get in the career so I can pay for a therapist immediately. Like, yeah. girl, I'm all like, chat at the therapy meeting. You know, I'm gonna go see such and such, right? And be very happy and comfortable, comfortable. with it. Comfortable, right. healthy, because I'm healthy, because I'm healthy, bitch, and you're not healthy, and you need to go. I get my, my therapist can recommend another therapist yeah. for you. Maybe she has a friend because right. listen, we all need to go talk to somebody. Yeah. Well, my own experience, I went to therapy. therapy for over a year. Uh-huh. You know I'm saying after that toxic ass, abusive ass relationship, and mm-hmm. that shit was helpful as fuck. You know what I'm saying? We should all do that. You know, it's a very, it's a big stigma out here not to go talk about. You may not, you may have partners. Why? Judgment. Judgment. I don't feel like mental health. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about mental health. We don't talk about depression. We don't talk about anxiety, bitch. You already know all of that. Girl. I got issues. You know, it's funny. Real issues. (laughs) Not saying you do, but I mean, (laughs) I got issues. So I get it. We all do. I get it. We do. But the thing is, and see, I think what makes it different is when you speak in the, and you say it out loud. Cause I remember when I when I told, um, I think I was in the car with Mary and Reese, or I was with my sister. I'm not sure, and I was telling her like I'm not healthy, blah blah blah. And she was like, "Don't say that you are healthy." And I was like, "But I'm not." I feel like me and you talk about that shit. Not right now. I'm not healthy. Like you know, what I'm saying like I'm dealing yeah. with some shit to where I'm on I'm on the road to be um, to get healthy. But I feel like me admitting and saying I'm not healthy makes me healthy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm speaking on it, I'm saying it, and, and it's in the process. Right. That's what allows me to attack it. Because it's important for me to say right. it out loud. It's very important for me to say that shit out loud. I don't give a damn if you agree or not. I don't care if you receive me or not. It's important for me to shot that out. I was a Mary Merce. For, so I can say it. And Merce felt me. She was looking at me laughing like, you hella crazy. <laughs> but I know you felt me, bitch. Because right. you probably ain't healthy either. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. We are not, we, you know, you're dealing with trauma and certain things like that. And yeah, it's a no. Like you have to, you know, admit that. I've been into one relationship to where I felt like mentally, he was really trying to fuck me up mentally. Girl, not to really take a grip on that. Like, wait a minute, hold on. Wait a minute. Like, cause I know that's a, that's the worst type of abuse because right. like I just said, I've seen women who have not came back from that. Like for real, you no, know that are just mentally yes, no, you know what I'm saying. Years At least you're able to say heal. Yeah, there is no, they just not right. They just not there. Wait, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so what I wanted to get at, I made a whole story this morning. Hold on, Paul, please don't let me forget this. We're My, Mike, we can't forget <sighs> this. Whatever, y'all just don't have to deal with me right now. But <laughs> when I went to therapy, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Fram. No, it's I went okay. To therapy. And I started to tell her, like, I feel like small situations are like, I'm already blowing out of proportion in my mind, not even speaking it out loud. And she's, long story short, my therapist diagnosed me with PTSD. That's real. Yeah. 
from the past, your childhood and all that kind of childhood, stuff, whatever you've been, been through, relationships, relationship, yep. being mentally and physically abused, yep. all the little fuck shit. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like all this shit. Yep. And that shit was very PTSD is very real. So we on the streets. Mostly what we think like, and that's what I wanted to get to. Yeah, in everyday life. Most like it's real. You know, when we think of PTSD, just off top, we gonna think, think of war. military. Yep, military war combat. Yeah, that yeah, type no. of shit. No. But what we don't understand and what we don't acknowledge is that that's just physical abuse. Mental streets. abuse. Yep. Seeing somebody get shot on yep. our corner. Yep. See, you know, seeing your, your mama get beat up. You, you know what I'm saying? Seeing oh, drugs, all that stuff. Fuck you up. Being exposed to things. Being exposed to things at a very well, early, early age or in which you literally make out to be very, very normal. And honestly, it doesn't even have to be an early age. No. It doesn't have to be an early age. I believe that the human mind, we're not supposed to um, consume or, or witness certain things. So when you right. witness certain things that kind of disturb, you know, disrupt a certain balance in your mind, chemically balanced, because we're all chemically made and whatnot. Things, our body's literally right. a machine. Like it's amazing how God made us. Shout yes. out to God. But, shout, but, out. shout out to God. But just <laughs> <laughs> shout out to God. Shout out to Jesus. <laughs> but it's just you know what I'm saying. For real, like it, it PTSD is very real in the streets. Very real. Um, we deal with it in different forms, and that trauma, yeah, is real. Yeah, it is real. Like. Especially when you living in a certain, you know, quick little story. I remember, you know, recently I was talking to one of my managers um, at my at my job, and I don't know, just say job or former job or whatever. <laughs> my <laughs> former job, <laughs> right? Like Your former old job, job bitch. my old job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, COVID nineteen. Okay. Oh my god, COVID. COVID. <laughs> oh my god, coronavirus. Yeah. But anywho, it. it um, what was the point? What was the point? PTSD. PTSD. And, and I was talking about my job. Oh, okay. So my manager was telling us a story about our son, you know, coming home from a football game. And, you know, long story short, he ended up walking into a bad crowd and he got jumped and got a, a gun pulled out on him and all this stuff. And he had to make it home. Thank God he made it safely and whatnot, but she was like, yeah, girl, like, I instantly put him in therapy after that, you know what I mean, to get his mind right, Ooh, but I respected that, I instantly thought back to, you know, me and Tyrone was robbed years ago, did you know that, friend, we was robbed at gunpoint? At Quill Lakes? No, not at Quill Lakes, we was at that one park over there down the street from Winko, Penelope. I don't even know what park that is, I don't know what park that is, well, for me, it's a nice park, I thought yeah. it was a nice park until that night, they just built that new gym over there, that new little recreation center, it's been there That's for some Penelope. years. Okay. Yeah. There's a little fish pond. Tell like Asians over there. Yeah, and an Asian robbed this. Yeah. And yeah, I said it. Yeah. And so I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm I can't know who it is, but Maybe? I can definitely say the race. Yeah, the race. Yes, yes, girl. We were sitting there. He had just got um, his tax season. He had filed his 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 family did some kind of hoop dummy shoot. His brother did, hoopty boom, and we went we were smoking in the park and I always, I'm hella, you know, wear my surroundings and whatnot. Girl, I did not lock my windows. I'm Wait, like, I feel like this blunt. was at Quill Lakes. So you told no, me this we're not story. At I just Lakes. thought it was at Quill. No, okay. we were there. Yeah, we're not at Quill Lakes. Okay. Yeah, that, that open story, door? there was, was open my door okay, okay. and yeah. I closed the door. Yeah. And opened the door again, put a gun to my head and all that shit yeah. happened. Girl, drove after him. All the shit happened, right? But at the end of the day, I remember going home to his family's house and the first thing they were talking about was the tax money how that got taken, why that wasn't dropped off first, and oh my God, this and that. And I was I remember sitting there looking at them like, and my glasses, we're okay. We just got robbed. 
Like, I just had a gun in my hand. I ain't never had a gun in my hand in my life. Right. Like, I felt that still. Like, you know, he, he kind of nudged you. I think I didn't like, because if you would like, push it. He was trying, like, this bitch just closed the door on me? He like, hold yeah. on. Probably. When I closed it the first time, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right there, what if you would have busted? You yeah. know what I mean? Because it was a natural reaction. Right. Be like, and look, and have it open and be like, oh, shit. Like, right. this motherfucker got a gun in my head. But I thought about all of that. And so when she came back and said she had told, you know, gave her, you know, took her son to therapy, I was like, we, we wasn't even offered therapy. You know, friend. You know? You know, for it was like a deal with the type of shit. I didn't get like sexually molested, but I've been, been like sexually assaulted when I was very young, and I never mm-hmm. told anybody because mm-hmm. my dad told me I'll kill anybody. Yep. So on my way walking back home, I already knew my daddy told me he'll kill him. Yep. You know what I mean? So I never yep. told anybody. So when he passed, I told my mom, and my mom never asked me about any no therapy or nothing. Yeah. She asked. She asked me, "Well, what do you want to do?" And I'm ten years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't like, know what to do. I, I don't you know. Need, I'm telling you. you I guide me. tell you. Guide me. And I don't yeah. fault my mom for that because, no. like, I, you know, no. ain't no guidebook. Because no, you didn't come on a book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't fault her for that. Yeah. But it's just more like, damn, therapy is really, therapy is therapy. Yes, it is. We it need is. to stop having that stigma against therapy because what your child or what your partner might not tell you, they might tell a whole ass stranger because yep. I know I did yep. therapy. Yep, because they can't judge you. No judgment, and it's their job. Yeah, and it's a it's a comfort level right. there because you can say it and leave it there. Right. You don't know you can't you got to see this person every day. Right, you know what I mean? Or deal with this person. It ain't a family member that's gonna judge you next time you bring your nigga around mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. Like it ain't gonna it ain't gonna happen <laughs> like that. It ain't gonna happen like that. And so yeah, I mean it's unfortunate, but uh, yeah, PTSD is very real. Yeah. Um, it's very unfortunate. It's not really spoken on a lot um, when it comes down to common everyday life and our regular day so, streets. Can I can I talk a little bit more about PTSD? Yeah. And this was my whole thought this morning when I was crying. Mm-hmm. And I tried to post them on my story, which I'm really... You had a moment of crying? I did. I cried this morning. Oh, okay. So, And I kind of talked to you about it a little bit earlier as far as, you know, the, the gentleman who was murdered in Walmart... Oh, yeah. You talking about that story yeah. when you watched the video? Okay. He okay. was murdered yes. in Walmart by the police. And mm. the first video that I saw a couple of days ago was um, the whole video of, of everything that happened, his, him being tased and then shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was by like a bystander. Do you know the gentleman's name? I don't. Okay. Um, but it's, I hate to say that. I Bitch, I don't even like that. I, I was about to say it's trending right now. That's okay. You know, life. You know, yeah. I don't know his name. Um, but they, he was already classified as like schizophrenic and like going through mental so he's already documented detriment at, at that time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and so like seeing the bystanders video, fuck my head up. I mean, and then, but just recently they released the body cams from the police. So I'm watching that shit this morning. First thing when I wake up and the shit was just so out of pocket and. You know, we talking about PTSD. Overwhelming. It's it's very overwhelming. Yeah. You know, um, raising children in and, today's and world. These are these things we're I not supposed imagine. to have fear in our heart. That's not yep. how God made us. And you don't want to put can, kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we want to just fill their minds with not girl with knowledge and 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 things like that. It just made me cry. All I could do was cry. You think? Crying because you're a mom and you just different emotions are setting in, or 
just overall. I think being a mom, mm-hmm. I think the day and age that we live in and people think racism is over and it's not. Um, it's a whole nother thought that, you know, I'm white and Chinese and I'm raising these mixed children yep. and black people won't even. Does it hit you differently having a little black? Yeah. 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 So hold on, I let me finish like my game, thought. Hold on. on, and then I can. Yeah. My thought this changes. morning was, mm-hmm. and I tried to post a story, but for whatever reason, my phone died and didn't let me. But I'm gonna share it now. Is all these things of these black men and black people being murdered by the police and murdered by these white people? You know, we're not supposed to see all these things. All this, all these mm-hmm. videos, all this social media is new. It's been happening. Been happening, but now we can see it. We can see it. Full Clear camera. Day. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. From the police like, body cams, yeah. even. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, we're seeing this. Is there, and I'm asking you, because I don't know, but this was my thought this morning when I was crying. Is there a certain level of PTSD that all of us who witness these videos will have? Even if we're not right there. I mean, I guess it depends on how how you well. It's not, I can't say you. I don't want to say that how you allow it to affect you. I guess it depends on how it does affect you, um, because it, you can see it as there's people who you got to think about, like you know, in my particular um, ancestor um, ancestors and histories and stuff like that. Like my grandma, she didn't see some shit. You know what I'm saying? My grandmother done seen some shit. My mom has been treated um, certain ways and seen some shit. Right. It definitely affects um, how my mama moves and how she thinks now. And it affected how my grandparents moved and think too. But it wasn't really on like a, I don't know if it was a PTSD level. If it was, it wasn't communicated. Um, it was just kind of a part of a history thing. Yeah. And I think in our um, old age and old culture, they try to kind of put it behind their self and they just right. they turn to more of a celebration. Right. And stuff like that. And it's kind of just, it happens to just be a conversation around the table type of shit. Not that this shit should be hidden or anything like that, because I do not think that it should be. No, it needs to be exposed. But is this going to affect our generation on a, on a nationwide, worldwide level of like, what is a minimum level of like PTSD of seeing all this shit and being like super sensitive, which is not, ain't nothing wrong with that. So, like sensitive to these things that are going on, shootings, murders that we're seeing in front think of our so. eyes. You know what I mean? Because that shit that I've seen, and, and this isn't the first time, mm-hmm. all these murders that are happening on screen, yeah. it affects me, bitch. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. I don't think so, unfortunately, because I think a lot of people right now, unfortunately, are very numb to it. I don't like that. Because, yeah, because that's not normal. Um, that's not normal at all. It's completely opposite. Actually, as a matter of fact, it's the opposite. Um, we are so the most crucial thing that I've ever witnessed online, as far as like brutal or brutality or anything like that, is when, <coughs> excuse me, um, when Junior got chopped up out there in yeah, New York. It was that was the most brutal. I was obsessed with that. Horrific. Me too. I had to. I had to. Me stop. too. Watching it off of social yeah. media, like I that's what I'm talking obsessed. about. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Because I was too. I too. Everybody was, was obsessed. A lot of people were obsessed, right? And that was a real. That was real footage. That was a real. That was the most dramatic, um, detrimental thing I've ever witnessed in my life. Yeah, like literally, like this is not a scary movie. This is real life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the like first couple did. times, and after a while, I didn't. I was yeah. just like watching study. Right. And like really looking, looking for the heads and I'm looking at the whole thing. Like, this is just wild to me. Like everything was just, 
it was just so shocking and surreal to see something that horrific on social media and on my phone in real time, real life. Like right. this happened a, like a week or two ago. In a, I mean, yeah, New York, I'm in California, but this really happened. This woman's really on here crying about her son and this, she has to, she had, we, I mean, that had, that's happened many times before. Do you got to sit back and watch your baby get killed online? And that's another thing that's horrific. Now we have mothers who can go back and watch online their, their child being murdered. Like it's nothing. They can just YouTube it. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. We didn't have that back then. We didn't. We didn't have that in the early right. 2000s and mid. We didn't have that. We didn't hear about everything. You don't that hear was that. Wrong. We hear everything. Everything's so like you know exposed to us now. And so I think that's why we will not have that in the in the future because we're so used to it. It's it's been so normalized to us, and that's like not it. normal. And I that like is not it. normal. That is not healthy. And shout out to everybody listening. I we don't want not, that to become normal. Yeah, it is already, friend. Because like we're not made. Yeah, you may not like it, but that's the reality of it. And it's messed up because you you come from two different times. Because right now we have social media. Everything's at the palm of our hands. It ain't nothing for these kids to see that shit now. Right. I mean, right now you're, you're a mother. You're protecting their innocence. Why not? You know what I'm saying? So that's horrific for them now. Right. It's fresh. Cause they ain't seen it, but it ain't gonna be nothing for them. You know, we don't know if they're gonna teach them that. We don't know if they're gonna teach them that in their books and all. We don't know. We don't know they, what's gonna happen. Second grade, run. I can't speak further than that. But they ain't you teaching about mean? slavery and all that. See, see, I'm saying stuff like that. As you, certain things are very, very, um, certain things are traumatic. I don't know about that, <laughs> but you gotta open it. We can start wrapping up because it was eleven, eleven. Make a wish, y'all. I don't know. <laughs> There we go. Okay, you know, I keep it silent for the wish show. But Riri's trying to get out here with us. And um, I hate to cut it off like that, just in the middle of getting, you know, deep and juicy. But it's all good, though. We will be coming back on the mic um, sooner than later for you. But I'm really grateful for you guys listening. I'm really grateful for you joining this, friend. It means a lot to me. I appreciate it. I love you, like I said. I love you, too. I love you, deep friend. Very, very special to me. I love you, too. But yes, you guys, this was fast. I'm gonna go ahead and start wrapping it up. Thank you. You're welcome. This is fast. <laughs>